0: His two weapons are hot and gun. Nice Very
1: nice. Listen, let's just hit record and see what comes out of this because let's go at this fast and loose fast and loose is almost certainly how they made this (laughs) film
0: yeah i'm not sure if i want to call it a film (sighs) do we have is there another word that better describes this
1: it was a roller coaster it's it's fair to say watching this but i think a roller coaster can be a positive thing sometimes
0: most of the time on roller coasters there are sections known as ups this was a sequence of downs. <laughs> this was two hours of just just <laughs> atrocious... This what, one hour 50 of absolutely fuck this film?
1: I don't know. I had a couple moments. I had a really... I, I was having fun. But then that peters out so quickly. It leaves you... Like you forget about that ever being part of your repertoire when watching this thing because it just it you
0: dragged. forgot that fun was within your repertoire yeah it did just as the film did I'm I'm on the same boat vo- I'm I'm in the same boat
1: you're on the same bike
0: yeah we're all on the same bike here um I've I found this fun on the basis that we've just finished watching. 2007's Ghost Rider and we did uh, another live watch along and you know as as per usual these things are fun and some of the some of the like kind of commentary we get back from our friends and uh, the people that join it is it is very fun outside of that if i watch this just on my own with no context
1: what what the fuck is this film yeah i um you've brought up the perfect segue of what i think this entire, probably entire episodes should be about. And despite the fact that both you and I stared almost unblinkingly at Ghost Rider 2007 on the screen for all one hours and 50 minutes, as did a bunch of our friends, we all got to the end of the experience and unanimously no one knew what had just happened. So I think it would be a good investment, well good's a funny word for it, an investment of our time to just try and decipher what happened
0: Well, let's very quickly consider the other investments of our time that we've agreed were a good idea and then (laughs) in hindsight yeah this this seems fine
1: in the grand scheme of things
0: you you want to know the plot to this is what you're saying
1: yeah i think i think so i'd love to hear your take on the plot of ghost
0: what i gathered from this johnny blaze which i can't believe is is a name that we haven't made (laughs) up to mock him i honestly can't believe this his dad's well ill So he sells his soul to the devil to make his dad as healthy as a horse. But unfortunately, horses can't ride bikes, so he stacks it and dies anyway. (laughs) Beautifully perked. And that's the preface to this film. Uh, Johnny grows up and goes, I'm not going to do the same things as my dad. You know, I'm not going to go out the same way. So naturally continues the family tradition of being stunt motorcycle rider. I mean, if your if your name's literally Johnny Blaze, what else are you going to do? Perhaps pornography. I just found out his dad his dad's name was Barton Blaze. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Johnny Blaze sounds like an online web store or possibly a YouTuber that. Does a lot of weed type stuff, <laughs> motorcycle jumper or paraphernalia expert are sort of your two options.
0: Oh, uh, Johnny Blaze sounds like the kind of like like the kid's name in an article that you read of someone that gets bullied to the point of no return. But it's one of those ones that I just wouldn't feel sorry for.
1: <laughs> he had it coming.
0: I don't care if it's a made up name or not. You, you you change your name if your name's Johnny Blaze, you change it. It's a cool name, but it's like it's not. No, No, we're not going to start this with it's a cool name.
1: Okay, you're. you're right if, if you're 13
0: years old and naming your kids
1: it's like you commissioned a child to say what's a cool name or it's like you said to nick cage you can name your child anything you're 40 years old you'll make a responsible decision well,
0: that's an interesting point because i did actually find out that uh nick cage actually wrote sections of the scripts for this film
1: fucking hell are you kidding me i'd love
0: to know which ones probably the ones where he just says let's ride on a loop well, I,
1: I can certainly pinpoint one so a f- we brought up a few you were fantastic all through the screening you bought up several bits of trivia that came up all throughout it one of the main ones being that there's a lot of online speculation as to whether nick cage's abs in this film are real or not so you brought that up at a time before we'd actually seen the things on screen i
0: thought the abs were coming up but then i had one of the blackouts so i didn't actually see the abs
1: oh no so
0: i have no idea of johnny, uh, uh, johnny cage isn't that a guy from mortal kombat
1: it writes itself <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh mate, I've, I've had some beers. Oh,
1: you and me both, brother. And thank God for that. It would have been.
0: One thing I should bring up is, uh, we often give ourselves a little uh, pat on the back for just getting through a synopsis. Is this the least we've tried? After <laughs> <laughs> we've already binned it off, we've you given you the, the beginning of the five film.
1: minutes. <laughs> no, I think that's our entire arc for this entire episode of the podcast is just to because I could tell you the first maybe 30 minutes of this almost two hour film I reckon like with a bit of difficulty but about there but everything that follows is just I don't know because this is obviously based off a previous text it's a it's a comic book. It's a Marvel property. Not part of the like big canon thing they have, but even so. But I think they assume an awful lot of you, the viewer, that you will... They've
0: had the comics. They've had the graphic novels for this. They've had all of these stories. They got to pick and choose whatever they wanted from that. And they still somehow picked total fucking garbage.
1: Yeah, it's weird because... Well, was
0: this the best two hours you could get out of all of the previous like writings?
1: No, because I think, in principle, Ghost Rider could be quite a cool character. But like it's just handled so nathly not really a word but i think you get where i'm coming from
0: i was trying to work out in my head would this have been cool if i was like you know if I watched this in 2007 and I was 13 would I have thought this was cool and I even and it's difficult to say because you know obviously we're all a bunch of fucking losers at that point yeah but you know I still think this is a bit on the nose yeah it's this is a flame one of those classic flame shirts with you know a a bike chain around some fubu jeans
1: oh my god you're completely right this is the flame shirt and chain wallet combo yeah this is this is oakley
0: sunglasses (laughs) (laughs) this is oakley sunglasses and gelled up hair Yeah, man. <laughs> this is how I thought Gone in 60 Seconds was supposed to be marketed.
1: Do you think that's the reason Cage got the call for this?
0: Well, he he was persistent. He desperately wanted this. He chased them down and then upped their budget just for getting him. Making this, I could be wrong again on this. Let me double check. But one of the highest budgeted ones, I believe.
1: I'm looking at it right now.
0: $110
1: million. Yeah, I'm looking at 120 here. So it must be at least that oh ballpark. Wait,
0: wait, but they, overall, they made it right yeah, back. Two hundred and twenty. Yeah, so just shy of 230 mil. Bloody hell. That's out. Fucking rages, but to be—I mean—that's numbers. You know what I mean. It doesn't mean. Yeah. you have got to think that's a lot of people that probably hated it.
1: Yeah. They would just take it. Take. I mean, on paper, it—it it seems like it could be a good time. Like right? Ghost Riders are pretty. I mean, the main word that jumps off the page of this thing is just edgy. Yeah. God, this thing's edgy.
0: This is the kind of film that I would love to watch when I'm
1: grounded. <laughs> That'll show, mom. There's um. <laughs>
0: I was looking through. So I wanted to see who else they managed to get to sign up for this, other than fucking Peter Fonda. He must have had better things to do. Obviously, Nick Cage we know is a fan. He had to get a um, makeup to cover off his Ghost Rider tattoo just so he could be a part of this.
1: <laughs> Wait, I- he had it before? Yeah, yeah, he had this oh years my and years God, before. That's legendary. I thought he got it as like a well done present for doing.
0: No, it. no, he's he genuinely is a huge Ghost Rider fan, which must be so horrible to know that he ruined it. I
1: know. Well, well, actually, do do you think? Do you think he ruined this film? We definitely didn't help it. I actually don't mind him a ton in this,
0: if I'm being honest with you. I I can't stand his look. I prefer him as the skull. Yeah, but I just I just don't think, and I don't think anyone was trying to to make this work. I just feel that it was a complete lapse of effort on everyone's part. They probably got paid up front here.
1: Yes, that sounds about right.
0: Um, there, there was something I wanted to bring up about the casting, which I think you'll enjoy because it does include uh, a certain actors first and unfortunately only um film role. okay um it's a chap named Tony Trudeau and he changed his name for this to, for his acting debut he wanted to have like a big screen name what what, what and it was,
1: what, and it was what, it, Tony Trudeau Tony to,
0: Tony Trudeau is, is his real name and oh, he okay. he he changed it um if well <laughs> Ben if you could pick a, like a screen name for yourself what what would you what would you go for let's let's say your name's tony pollard
1: okay what, uh, what? probably tony
0: blaze tony blaze it's, it's, it's better so this guy's probably think he's got into this thing it's 2007 or something's going to stick around what's the kind of demographic of this who's going to be watching oh uh, you know every, kind of like you know there's, there's some bike jumps they mentioned the x games once I'm going to call myself tony ghost hawk <laughs> 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 i wish i was making that up Bro, it's one Tony of those ghost talk d- exactly he plays one of the team blaze <laughs> so he doesn't
1: team blaze. he
0: doesn't get a big role it's like a you might as well be an extra and he deserves it with that name
1: there's it's, a few squads in this film aren't there
0: wait i just want to give you just outside of this he was in scooter secret agent uh one <laughs> episode of wilfred the tv series and another episode of, oh, I love that he's not even an episode, he's listed as, as in episode 1.6 of Tomorrow Where the War
1: Began. What? So that's like the that? sixth edit of the first episode.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that, that's that's quite funny though. But yeah, he, he managed to get into this somehow. Ghost um, talk. Tony ghost talk. <laughs>
1: fuck me
0: apparently um, in real life he served in the United States Army during the Vietnam War in long range reconnaissance patrol, and then he chose the name Ghost Hawk
1: and he got (laughs) honourably discharged
0: (laughs) you'd imagine so that's treason he got dishonourably discharged from
1: Hollywood (laughs) what was it about this film that stunk the most to you oh Christ um
0: the fire, the hor, the horrible, horrible amount of fire.
1: There is. This is must have been in the era two thousand and seven, where they've just started to learn CGI fire. Yeah. And I think whatever company they got on board to do the special effects in this thing, that must have been one of their selling points. That that was that was what they could really push. to If you, you
0: need fire. Ooh, <laughs> you wait. To, well, you wait to see what we're gonna do to this film. Look
1: no further.
0: Um, I did find a piece of this where he was um, Nick Cage. Yeah, so I found out here that the rumours persist that Nick Cage's abs in the movie were CGI, but the writer and director uh, refutes this on the on the DVD audio commentary, which we'll no doubt listen back once we've run out of films. Yep, this is definitely one
1: of them. Yeah, you did a good job of bigging it up before that, but I I I'm almost certain the scene in which Nick Cage enters the screen. There's one scene where he's shirtless in this and he's looking in the mirror, and it was like all abs, and the guy is cut he looks he's that kind of like lost all his body fat and it's just like the muscle and he is for some reason wet or covered in possibly oil very tanned (laughs)
0: but that's that is a cage's looks in this film the
1: guy looks and we we know he's upward of 40 he must be 43 or something like that and he looks phenomenal but that is the only thing that scene brings to the table apart from him doing some classic sort of Cage acting in the mirror to himself he's making himself jump he's pulling his nose upwards and chattering his teeth at himself it was very bizarre but genuinely the only thing bought in that scene was look how Cage got for this and the fact that he's as you've said written some of this I'm almost certain that must have been his real body because what would be the point in that scene otherwise
0: yeah I feel like this was another one of those um, like in The Rock where he just put his body in for no reason he just insisted yeah um, Good on him, I say. Yeah, I, I do enjoy that um, Cage has two looks in this, which is either wet or on fire.
1: <laughs> He's a real yin-yang of a man.
0: Yeah, um, what I did find quite interesting, the original budget of this film was £65 million. Um, The production cost went up as soon as Nick Cage joined, as he demanded a hefty fee to play the lead, even though he was the one chasing them, demanding that he had, he really was desperate to play it.
1: I've got to be honest, that's sick. I think that's so cool. That that's he pretty like, funny. I I want this film to be made, it'll be so sick. I want to star in it because I love this character. I literally have a tattoo of it. Then he joins and he goes, No, nah, you're gonna have to pay me more.
0: <laughs> this and this is this is what I love about his next demand based on the payoff of this, because I'd love to hear your review on it, your your take okay. on it. All right. He demanded that the Ghost Rider had to look photorealistic in post-production, which increased the production costs even more, and that's when it hit double what they originally had projected. Yeah, you're right. Do Literally you really double. Do you think that paid off? Did you think at any point when watching this, when you saw um, a skull uh, swinging a chain around on a bike driving up the side of a building, did you think that that looked photorealistic, Ben?
1: I did have, I must confess, I did have a moment where he he's first become Ghost Rider, and we will go back to the plot and describe what that actually means, but he first becomes Ghost Rider, and he's just driving along through a cemetery at night, and I was like, that shot looks wicked, but then all of a sudden I thought, what would I do if I just saw that happening? So I guess part of it was real enough that it put my head into that space, but in answer to your question, if I'm being honest, no, it didn't look real did
0: it i mean you're never going to make this look real because it's inherently not real but there are things you can do to not make it look like shit and i feel like they didn't take a lot of those options
1: some of the choices they make to keep it within the realms of reality are ridiculous and no more is that highlighted that when cage's character johnny blaze gets arrested and thrown into a cell (laughs) and kind of for no good reason everyone in the holding cell with him starts beating him up because he's famous and didn't Die in a motorcycle stunt i don't know but then he steals a guy's jacket and then whilst he sort of flexes his biceps all the spikes on this jacket extend and that was the moment where i went okay you had me on board until now but really it took you that long that was the moment where my immersion was broken (laughs) i
0: was pretty lost before then and then i didn't think it would get any worse and then it was just after that when he's trying to escape from the police station (laughs) and he drives up and over a bridge onto the kind of, like, suspension bit of it. And then when he realises he's surrounded, just drops off the edge of it and then just drives away doing a wheelie in the river.
1: Doesn't he flip off all the cops while he's doing it as well? I, I,
0: I'd i left the room Beautiful. By, by the time that happened, <laughs> mate. I was furious.
1: That was one of my favourite moments of the whole thing. I pretty much sprayed my gin while I was watching that happen because it, the, the logic jumps. Again, in terms of keeping this in the realms of reality... Johnny Blaze. This film is set over. There's a massive time jump. At the beginning, he's a kid, and then he becomes Nick Cage. And then it's the whole film is just set over three days because he is only Ghost Rider at night, and he becomes Ghost Rider three times. And he gets to grips with his powers phenomenally quickly. And like I'm a sucker for like you know that like the original Spider-Man's where you see the montage of him learning his powers. Like it makes it you just get so much on board with the character you understand what he can do as he does whereas this is just a film full of Ghost Rider just doing whatever and it working
0: yeah there's a lot that I found to be quite frustrating with this and I know that we were saying quite a lot that there's um, it just doesn't really make sense doesn't really bother to explain itself a lot of the time I don't feel like this is really that complex of a story but they just don't try to explain it in any way nor have we well no but this is something I wanted to get into with The Caretaker yeah Um, where uh,
1: so I read this afterwards Played by Sam Elliott, legend. Great to see you.
0: yes yeah, so, so you're you're supposed to know that he's another rider. I mean, I kind of guessed it anyway, but not because of this, uh, because he knows what it's like to be first hand. And the reason they get they put they portray this on the screen because he knows the exact right number of cups of water to give Johnny when he wakes up. <laughs> I know how thirsty you'll be. But then it's never addressed. They never say that. That's just in notes that I found about the film. To sum up this film perfectly, so. What was the fucking ridiculous bad guy's name? Uh
1: Blackheart. Blackheart. Played by Wes Bentley. Son of the devil.
0: Wes Bentley's confirmed this in a New York Times interview in 2010. That the making of this film was during Wes's decade-long extremely serious addiction to cocaine and heroin. Oh my. Where God. he said that he only accepted He would have said, like, any movie role during that time just so he had enough money to buy drugs. Fuck me, that's so bleak. But it makes sense why anyone would be in this fucking film. My question is, all right, so this is the thing, right? That sounds bleak, but at least he's got a fucking
1: excuse. What was Cage's reasoning? I
0: mean, Cage
1: loves this. Cage, yeah, this is literally his... This is his dream become reality.
0: This is his bread and butter role here, and he just fucks it.
1: Well, I, that's an interesting question. What do you think of his portrayal of Johnny Blaze on screen? I assume you're similar to I, that I'm aware of the Ghost Rider character, but I've never actually read the comics.
0: Yeah, I, I'm aware that it exists more from the film than the comics. I know Same. I know nothing about it. This is the only film that I've seen regarding it. It's the only thing I've seen anything. So for all I know, this might, be, might have written this, as in the, and in the comic... It's like Johnny Blaze is a terrible actor who also does bad motorcycle jumps. <laughs> in which case, n- fucking fair play, Nick. You Nailed stuck, it. yeah. You stuck to the source material, but I have a feeling that's not what was written in the Marvel comics. I have a feeling this is just dreadful. I do feel like. Uh, <laughs> Right, so it, we did say that uh, Nick did get to write some of the script for this. We don't find out how much. I feel like that was probably the director halfway through just going, oh, I don't want to take the full the full fall for this. <laughs> because that that's one thing that this it just gets let down by time and time again. The script on this is just horrible. And that's why I do think it is maybe a bit much to try and blame everyone else. But they, as actors in my books anyway, have a responsibility to just chime in and go, guys, I think this is shit. Yep. I've done a, I've done a couple films before. None of them were this bad. Some of some of some of the characters I've played used words. Didn't just say let's ride.
1: I can tell you as certainly Nick Cage has done very close to 50 movies at this point and and he's done he's he's
0: directed a film in there as well and well he's directed one and a half films in that time since he took he took over a bit of one as well it's not his first time writing bits of script and you know this is again this is what i don't understand he's got a ghostwriter tattoo he loves it
1: why would he do this yeah it's strange isn't it i think what he he fell into the trap of just assuming that the audience would know all about this quite niche superhero and there are so many things in which it's just painted on with a big thick paintbrush that this like they spend no time establishing the law they don't they fall into the trap of not they don't let me try again they don't show they tell they just tell you this is the story this is how it works but they give you no no reason to believe or buy into it other than the fact that they've just told you And that's perfectly like when Nick Cage's character, Johnny Blaze, the Ghost Rider, meets the Caretaker. And that's the only name they ever gave him to Sam Elliott's character. It's
0: ridiculous. When they meet
1: the Caretaker for the first time, he refers to him as the Ghost Rider. Separately from that, Wes Bentley's character, Blackheart, who is the devil's son, we'll come back to that, he also refers to him as the ghost rider and it's like no no one ever agreed that's his name why the fuck is he called the ghost rider anyway he's not a ghost he's a skeleton
0: this yeah this is all just very frustrating that um I, I had to look this up afterwards and uh, what was it the, the caretaker his name in this so he's he's made as a tribute to the original Marvel. Ghost Rider, but in this he's called the Phantom Rider to avoid confusion. But that's never said, and everyone's still
1: confused. He's also not a phantom. He is a skeleton. Yeah, but I, su- I suppose calling your character Bone Rider opens up a weird door, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> I'd, I'd much prefer to watch that. <laughs> Look, this, this is this is something that really gets to me. Okay, is that. You want to set Nick Cage on fire? Whatever. I don't care. You've already taken his skin off. It's a skull. Be my guest. You know, none of his clothes are set on fire. I don't care. What? His, his motorbike's on fire? Yeah, all right. Fucking whatever. He drives past trees and as he does, they all set fire? Yeah, okay. He's sure. got a make the caretaker. He's also on fire? Yeah, probably. He's got a horse. Don't set the horse on fire. <laughs>
1: Come on, guys.
0: That's That, to me, was where I really drew the line of just absolutely
1: fuck off. And again, in that same sequence where we first see the caretaker's horse, spark into flames, their ride through the desert and it was I was pretty hyped, I'll be honest. I was like, it looks cool.
0: It's a great visual moment, but it's like it's ridiculous enough when you're riding a motorbike that's on fire, but when it's now just a living animal, you can't just do that without explanation. Yeah. You can't just go, oh, this is my horse. Sometimes it's on fire, but it's fine. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> we also sold the horse's dad's soul. Don't worry about it. Oh, was the horse Johnny Blaze's dad? So, Okay, we're going to have to conceptualise that a bit more, but I had the exact same question. So... At the beginning of the movie, when we first come into this, and yes, we are discussing what actually happens in this film 25 minutes into our recording. What about it? it? doesn't matter about it. We've had a couple of drinks. Get I, off our case. I, right?
0: I guarantee this synopsis doesn't end either.
1: At the beginning of the film, we meet a young Johnny Blaze. We find out that this young Johnny Blaze, son of Barton Blaze, they're a pair of stunt riders. They're carnies in Texas. They do stunt stunts. Wow. Cool. <laughs> They are stunt riders and they jump through flames and do cool stunts. Turns out they're both fucking rubbish at it, though. I don't think I saw a single person land a single jump throughout basically this entire film.
0: They land one jump at the very beginning where they both do the jump that kills his dad in the end. Yeah. Which is that really tiny jump and they both do it at the same time. And it's clearly like a warm-up jump. And then his dad just decides he's just going to completely fuck it when he tries it yeah. again.
1: Young Cage finds out that his dad is really ill. So yeah, he makes a deal with the devil who for some reason appears there. Not really an explanation to why the devil knew where to go or how any of that works, but don't worry about it. He accidentally, because he cuts his finger and signs some blood on the line, makes a deal with the devil in which he, the devil promises his dad the next day it will be Healthy as a horse, not an expression.
0: No, never heard that before ever. The
1: next morning we see young Cage wake up and his dad's there and he's like, hey dad, how you doing? He goes, I'm as healthy as a horse. Again, not a fucking expression. It turns out his dad was just as healthy as a horse that had cancer anyway because the very next morning, unfortunately, he croaks it trying to do a sick stump jump. Later on in the film, we see... I mean, I'm pretty sure that expression comes up a few other times throughout the film as well. They're really trying to coin something
0: there. I was just looking it up. Um, so some people do use this. I was just looking it up, up. Um, in reality, horses don't have many health problems.
1: Oh, that must be nice.
0: The chances of your horse having a serious health problem aren't very good, especially if he's in the prime of
1: life. So why not set one yeah, on so fire? Yeah, so why not set one on fire? You guys have had it too good for too long. <laughs> And if that wasn't enough, in that same sequence where they're riding through the desert one's on horseback one's astride a motorcycle that early on in a fantastic scene when Nick Cage first becomes the Ghost Rider and finds this motorbike that for some reason rides its way to him he grabs the fuel tank of it looks into the distance and just screams and then it transforms weirdly into a motorcycle made of both bones and chains speaking of change the chains that Ghost Rider both wears and uses as his weapon are iconic and essential and imperative to the character it turns out he gets them just by accident by being pushed into some construction site. I can't believe that's the origins of this character's main weapon and calling card.
0: I think that really really sums up this film, doesn't it? Is that, you know, these major things just seem to just happen by accident.
1: Everything seems so <laughs> circumstantial and it's it's frustrating because it's a film about literally dealing with the devil and on that same note, it's it's sort of a strange lilt where the devil seems to hate his own son blackheart in this who we meet and they do such a lazy job of saying this is the bad guy where he goes to a biker bar and just sort of kills everyone there for no real reason just because he's the baddie that's what they do i think maybe he's harvesting souls that's unsure I i was just trying to recount the story but honestly it's it's so difficult because despite staring this film in the eyes i really don't no, what happened did it, Dan? The
0: bit that confused me is all of this contract stuff and why it's taken them that long. Because they clearly know where he is, and he's just he's got it on him in a spade the whole time. I don't know, I, <laughs> I just found this well annoying to be honest. I just don't like this film.
1: You've put it perfectly that everything that happens that is a major plot point is just so circumstantial. Yeah, it's just crap. I, that is forgivable in like to compare it to another superhero film where Spider-Man gets bitten by the radioactive spider and gets his powers obviously it's circumstantial but it but at least it has something at least they bothered to write it they lean into that That the whole time he's like this has just happened whereas everything with cage he makes his contract with the devil and then an unknown amount of time later on he turns into nick cage maybe that was the curse all along but he finally he finally becomes this character but then it must be like 30 odd years later he at the he finally becomes ghost rider for no apparent reason god it's frustrating
0: and his reaction to all of it just is the most frustrating thing where he gets all of this explained to him and you know obviously this is very new to a guide all of a sudden like you know he knows that he's made this deal with the devil he isn't expecting all of this to happen but he just very calmly when it's all explained to him just goes thank you for telling me I'm the devil's bounty hunter and I was just like oh fuck off like what's the fucking point
1: and there's a scene later on in this they kind of do this weird I mean this is everyone listening will be very pleased to know that don't worry Mr. steel Your Girl is back but this time on a motorcycle. And early up in the film, it, it's set up that he uh, Eva Mendez is his main love interest playing Roxanne Simpson all through this. They kind of break up through like a weird thing and then he cures his dad of his illness sort of by accident. And then the very next day he's like, all right, dad, I guess you're better. I'm going to go start a new life with Eva Mendes. And then however many years pass and again, circumstantially, Those two bump into each other again. But then he, while she's interviewing him, because she's a TV reporter, he asks her, oh, I heard you're married again now. Wait, that never comes up again, thinking about it.
0: Yeah, he just kind of goes, oh, I heard you were married. And she's just like, ugh,
1: no. She's like, I'm at at work.
0: Yeah, that whole section of that interview is just absolute tripe. (laughs) An underused I wouldn't feed that to my dog. You know what I mean? It's just complete (laughs) shit, Ben, is what that is. There's not oh, no, nothing. There, there's not a single... Uh, there's there's two words in this entire script that I enjoyed. Ghost Rider. No, let's
1: ride. <laughs> I, I mean, that's as cheesy as it gets, and I'm pretty sure that's lifted from Gone in 60 Seconds, but... Yeah. God it's but, no,
0: but to be fair, mate, they only do it once in Gone in 60 Seconds. I think they pull it off three or four times in this.
1: <laughs> One word, Two words get used very often. But yeah, he chases after Eva Mendes on a motorcycle, drags her out of a van and kisses her, asks her on a date, then stands her up because he's busy becoming the ghost rider.
0: I mean, it's a, it's a fair point. You're not going to show up as the ghost rider, are you? Why not? I mean, it's, it's a look, isn't it?
1: It's a look.
0: There is one part of the story that I'm very confused by. Okay. Why did his dad have to die at all? Uh,
1: yeah, good point.
0: He like he, he, the, the devil says, oh, you know, he, he can't get between us, but... It looks like quite a number of years have passed. His dad looked pretty old to begin with anyway. I reckon old age would have probably done the job for him. And either way, I mean, he was about to run off with uh, Eva Mendes anyway. His dad was going to be able to be out of the picture. I mean, I know he's the devil, but. It's because he could. Yeah, you don't have to. Seemed a bit unnecessary. I'm sure that's what Nick thought. But that's the thing, like, when it happened, I was just like, oh shit, yeah, good job he killed his dad. Oh, that would have gotten in the way. And then the more you think about it, it's like, it literally wouldn't have affected anything.
1: It's not like he lives with his dad or he's dependent on him or anything like that. No. To be honest, it freed him up to become the Ghost Rider. Yeah. And at the end, he's given the option to revoke the curse. But he says, no, I'm going to own this curse. Actually, it's more like, no, I'm going to own this curse. (laughs) He does not do a particularly brilliant accent with his Texan voice in this. No, it wasn't great at all. Um, Yeah, just just horrible, really. Speaking of just horrible, really, Daniel, I would love... I would adore, quite frankly. It would burn my heart with the passion of a flaming Nick Cage 3D scan of his skull. It would burn my horse. <laughs> to hear you, please be nice to Nicky.
0: Nicky doesn't set fire to any animals in this.
1: That's not true. Or wait, or is it the horse that sets fire to that lizard?
0: Oh, I, I missed the lizard bit as well.
1: Yeah, so whilst Nick Cage and Sam Elliott are riding through the desert after they've both become Ghost and Phantom Rider respectively yeah nick cage on his motorcycle runs over a lizard thus continuing his lizard kill streak throughout his films
0: god damn if only he could kill that lizard tattoo on his back
1: i know i think that's it he's repenting he's like look i've immortalized one i've got free reign to kill as many lizards as i want
0: i'm i'm aware of my own mistakes and this is the only way to undo them
1: what can I say to be...
0: I mean, he sticks the jump, the, the big jump that we were all absolutely certain he was going to just eat shit on considering he, it's like the first jump he lands where he...
1: He jumped six helicopters. An entire football
0: pitch, an entire right. American football pitch. that As they as they put it, field goal to field goal. <laughs> so at the time of filming this, the, uh, what we were all calling absolute bullshit that this would ever be possible. This is completely an impossible jump. It turned out that in December... Oh, it's literally New Year's Eve on 2007 going into 2008. Uh, Robbie Madison essentially performed Johnny Blaze's goalpost to goalpost motorcycle jump in Vegas, setting a new world record distance of 322.625 feet. So there you go.
1: Fucking sick. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good distance. <laughs> it would be thrilling to witness that live. you ever seen anything like that? Have you ever been to like a motor derby or anything like that? Uh, not really. Am I just outing how common I am? Or am
0: I-, I-, I went to one of those... Um, I went to like a stunt show once, but in, I don't know, it just it was just a bit loud, to be honest.
1: Oh, bless you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I thought I was going to enjoy it a lot more than I did. It was just, it was one of those ones with like a stunt show, and I was like, oh, can to see some stunts? And it was just like a guy driving around the field, and I was like, it it was in Tottenham, Ben. So you know, the cars, mm-hmm. the cars were stolen, <laughs> you know what I mean? Some guy had nicked some cars and just printed off some flyers from fucking MS Paint. Pop by this field, I'm going to do some donuts, and we all paid 20 quid.
1: I went to one like that before. Shit, what do they call it? It's sort of like one of those... It's a destruction derby, essentially. But it's a weird energy there, because everyone watching just wants to see these people crash. But there's like a cash prize for whoever wins. So it's this weird balance between the people racing really wanting to win because they could probably do with that money versus everyone in the audience is like booing when they do a successful lap when no one's smashed into each other so eventually the pressure gets to the drivers and maybe about lap seven or eight one of them will just do a really janky turn just to smash everything up and everyone cheers sounds pretty great to be honest it was sort of like watching ghost rider
0: oh that sounds horrible i'll take it back yeah Okay. Um uh, yeah, so be, for me to be nice to Nicky, yeah, he he sticks the jump. I didn't think he'd do it. Fair play. Well done you. Um you've got a better name than Tony Ghost Hawk. <laughs> That's saying something. You, you know, you spend a lot of the time on fire. Uh you know, it's, it's good look. Why not? I think Nick Cage looks good on fire.
1: I thought he was quite sexy in this film, I'm being totally honest. Really? I watched a film with my partner and she said I honestly think it's sexier when he's on fire and a skeleton.
0: <laughs> she used to have
1: a crush on Skeleton Ghost Rider when she was younger.
0: <laughs> I feel like you're digging the hole deeper here. Yeah,
1: probably. Anyway, said done now.
0: I do think it's time for you to be nice to Nikki, though, Ben. It, it turns out y- y- your girlfriend's been nicer to Nikki than you have this whole time.
1: Yeah, right. I got one word for you here, Dan. Come on, Italian. That's not being nice to
0: Nicky, the fact that he can't fucking talk. I love
1: the way this man says the word Italian (laughs) in his stupid voice. Christ. He could have said it one way, but then he decided to say it the other.
0: Is that being nice to Nicky, well done on deciding to do something wrong? It
1: cracked me up, man. Italian. You still like Italian food? I'll I'll give you that. (laughs) And even Mendez is just like... There's a restaurant at my hotel. Please stop talking. Yeah,
0: before anyone fucking hears you. Just, just absolutely stop it. Um let's let's try and bring this full circle and go into straight into another segment here. Um I'm looking around to see what I can hear other than my own fucking face.
1: Yeah, I'm improvising and I've decided not to to do my face anymore because it's already quite injured after the film. So I've improvised enough with a jam jar full of Game Boy games and a biro. it's time for God, that's bad. Cage Man!
0: I feel like that summed up how I felt about this film. So it's going to be Edward Malice taking on Johnny Blazer.
1: Well, straight off the bat, we know that the Wicker Man's one weakness is fire, and there's one <laughs> thing the Ghost Rider is good at. I
0: mean, if there's two weaknesses, it's bees and fire. <laughs> you quite well put during uh this film is this uh, his two weapons are hot and gun <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah he beats the baddie at the end by just shooting
0: him with a gun well let's let, let's not fuck around at this point all right jo- johnny blaze wins on strength yeah Edward malice shows absolutely nothing boring
1: is the ghost rider literally invincible is that his power because that is OP, right?
0: It is quite OP. And it, that's what makes this twice as scary that he gets two films and will very likely win this entire series.
1: Fuck. Well, he's going to have to face off against himself, which is going to be crazy. But
0: Hopefully, they both kill each other and we just. <laughs> we <can> just be, <laughs> whoever's next can just win. Let's just go straight into agility. And once again, he's a stunt rider. He, he, he jumps, you know, he goes field goal to
1: field goal. He can whistle and a motorbike appears. Johnny Blaze 2 0. Fuck's <laughs> sake appearance. Johnny, Johnny plays on fire. I mean, yeah, I hovered, but like, not only, like, obviously there's all the CGI that he's a flaming skull in a leather jacket. He even decals his own leather jacket with those extended spikes on the shoulders and on the arms as well. But if that wasn't enough, Cage makes a point of being like, Yo, check me the fuck out. I'm 43 and I am more ripped than either of you motherfuckers will ever be.
0: You say that I did read. Um, his hairpiece was taking about three hours per day to put on for this film.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was a very obvious wig. He actually kind of had like one of those fuckboy haircuts with like the short <laughs> fringe, which really tickled me.
0: It goes well with his fuckboy motorbike. <laughs>
1: So yeah, literally, we didn't even that's, have to get that far into that's, it. That's three
0: that, 0 let's, let's just keep going through this just for the fun of it. Of course, for I mean, let's be honest. Cage is an easy one for the wicker man. Really? But the one I found, the one I found quite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to beat not the bees, you bitches. Yeah. You bitches, <laughs> not the bees.
1: <laughs> How to get burned? Yeah. Oh, exactly.
0: How to get how'd was a it it ghost rider. <laughs> The final one we've got here is going to be likeability. And Ben, who would you rather go on a night out with?
1: It's Ghost Rider, isn't
0: it? Of course, it's fucking Ghost Rider. It's a big 4 1 landslide victory to the Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's considering how uh, the Wicker Man completely destroyed everyone beforehand.
1: As we wrap this up, Dan, we would be remiss not to pardon the pun, but point out the lack of pointing ability that Johnny Blaze possesses throughout this.
0: Christ. I couldn't work out if it was just to do, if it was like a crooked elbow or finger, but you just can't point straight at all and he tries so many times oh it's that's that's something i would take from this film is the amount of times it tries and fails
1: yeah and the pointing is a perfect analogy for that and although he gets better at pointing when he becomes the ghost rider i think the first time he finally does he points directly at the target as the film continues and the plot begins to drift as to do the points that he's doing Was this an active choice and something consciously done by Nick Cage? I don't think we'll ever know, because I don't think I'm going to rush to watch this again. Did I hate the film? I didn't hate it. Did I enjoy the film? No. When I finally shook the mouse and realised there were 20 minutes left... I definitely exhaled quite loudly.
0: (laughs) Well, let's click straight off the back of that. Let's point forward to tomorrow's film, where we're going to be Mm. watching 2007's Grindhouse.
1: So this is an interesting one tomorrow, and I actually did some research on this today, Dan, and I'm interested to hear your take on it as we've kind of naturally segued into it grindhouse is the combination of two films one directed by robert rodriguez and the other directed by quentin tarantino these are two films designed to be watched back to back about an hour or so in length each with some trailers that they made themselves to sandwich in between the films oh no to really go with that double feature thing i looked it up and Nick Cage is only really a cameo in one of the trailers in these. Oh, Ben! The double feature combined is three so we, and a we, half we, we've hours. Been,
0: we, yeah, that, that's what I've just seen. It is it's three three hours eleven.
1: I think to watch Daniel what? as this will be the fiftieth episode and to mark the halfway point, I think we've deserved a little half break. So I think we should just watch the trailer a few times, three times in place of uh, watching the entire thing just to get that snippet of Cage.
0: Ben, I I see what you're saying here, and I am somewhat inclined to agree. However, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do think we'd be doing absolutely no one a disservice. but Ourselves. I think we, we owe it to ourselves to hold ourselves to a higher standard through this lockdown. All right. And I think that, you know, no in in the words of chris martin nobody said it would be easy
1: nobody said it would be easy.
0: no one i mean uh, equally no one's told us to do it but i'm going to i'm going to stick to our guns here ben and Five i'm going to i'm going to hate myself tomorrow for this but 3 hours 11 of quentin tarantino and robert rodriguez
1: yeah you could do worse
0: yeah you could that, do that, worse. That, that, that's the way i'm looking at this is that I I feel like they'll be enjoyable enough
1: I respect that man
0: why not you know I, 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 I don't want to get into episode 50 and go this is the one that we half asked. we've watched some utter shit I, I, I don't want to get to the end and then someone turn around and go didn't watch the whole of Grindhouse though did you
1: yeah and that person will be me
0: yeah that's, that's the thing Is if if I find out that you've uh, you've double backed and done any of this I'll be I'll be the first one to out you online
1: alright respect man I, I offered you an escape rope there and you didn't take it and yeah quite frankly I'm in awe of I'm in awe of you right now but I'm I'm right there with you we're a team we're gonna get through this together we do have a guest tomorrow so I will offer them the option it'll be great if they join us on the journey
0: no but no, no no respect. no 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 no. We we're doing guests on on one reason only here, and that's to bring everyone else down with us. If they're not going to sit through three and a bit hours of this, then they don't deserve... You know what I mean? The, doing the podcast, as much as I often seem angry whilst I'm doing this, or as per usual, drunk, um, th- this is the good part. This is the fun bit where we can let off some steam. I'm uh, not. I'm not allowing someone into our sacred zone where we get to, you know, chill out and just like, you know, shake the cage off. I'm not to someone into our safe space if they haven't gone through what we've gone through.
1: You know what? Yeah, you're completely right, Dan. I'd like to apologize cuz that that was a moment of weakness I showed there and That that wasn't cool of me and although I really respect our guest we have tomorrow, it's it will be more of a weird dynamic shift for us to have just gone through 3 hours and 11 minutes or so of watching this thing and they've they've skimped out on five You know, just skirted the peripherals of it.
0: In the same way that I've spent a lot of the last few days just completely scalping Nick Cage, that's how I'll feel about a guest if they haven't watched the film. Yeah, absolutely. And I will not uh, be apologetic for how I act. Complete agreement. (laughs) I've had a beer and I'm I'm threatening someone for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Ghost Rider's
1: done to me. But this is what Cage does to you. He grinds you down. To close off talking about Ghost Rider, how... (laughs) tell me your feelings about the way that cage set up the sequel oh fucking christ
0: what just name drops it doesn't it? he? <laughs>
1: yeah. it's just so shit it? Which, it, he announces on screen i am the spirit of vengeance it
0: might as well have just come up afterwards ghost rider will return which i think the only reason it didn't is because people would have torched cinemas <laughs> ben i'm i'm fucking done
1: yeah, me too, man. Um, I'm over it. We've had some good fun. Tomorrow's going to be... I love
0: you, pal, but this is too much. This is too much
1: cage. <laughs> well, listen, man. Tomorrow we finally break the back of this motherfucker.
0: Yeah, tomorrow,
1: tomorrow a lovely halfway point. Celebration, commiseration, I couldn't honestly say, but we're oh. going to do it all the same.
0: I mean, we've we've somewhat celebrated today with Ghost Rider being like a bit of a kind of landmark one from what we spoke about from quite early on. Yeah. Um, We've celebrated tonight with quite a few beers. Are we doing a similar thing tomorrow? Have we got anything celebratory? It, 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 what have we got here? I might do something nice and wholesome. I might order some pizza or something. Or
1: I actually ordered order some pizza tonight especially, but I do have some leftovers. I might even... Um, would it be ill advised to take a quick flick back and watch best of times again? Or is that something I should probably save? What what?
0: <laughs> Look, Ben, I want to get through this and not miss any of the Cage films. I don't want to start re-watching them when we're only halfway through. Let's not add to the pile. What the fuck are you on about? You wanted you wanted to skip one less than a minute
1: ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck everything oh. man Jesus Christ I do
0: think that when we get to we've got 97 film talks with me so we've got three days at the end of this of we need to find something I think one of them is going to have to be the Ghost Rider director's cut yeah, or like the um, director's commentary I think we should do one on kind of uh, reflecting on all of the kind of characters that we've met along the way and just kind of, not so much a ranking, but just talk about our favourite moments. Yeah, you know, Our, fa- our favourite once Once we've seen them all, I think that'll be an interesting one.
1: We do have to watch one of his films every day, though, as per the rules. Yeah. So there will be, there will be do we, do we, three. Is that just
0: a hat trick of dealer's choice? We can just pick whatever ones we want to individually and I can just watch National Treasure three times in a row. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we'll put one one up to the public. Do I get to pick one? You get to pick one. and one, Oh, that's fun. And then one d- dealer's choice. And, and one, to, one to the
0: public, but we know it's just going to be fucking Deadfall or something shit again.
1: Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't turn my nose up. I was a bit too drunk to remember what happened last time. So Let's be honest, Ben. Look what the public
0: <laughs> have voted for in the last few years. <laughs> You want to trust the public right now with someone that directly
1: affects us. You can't trust people. (laughs) I'm
0: going. I'm going. I've had enough. Yeah, that's enough of that.
1: See ya. Bye, everyone. Yeah. That's right.